Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. G'day, Coxie. G'day, Waz. Trady Rona cast day two. Saturday the 4th of April. Hey, did you notice nobody did April Fool's stuff? No, because you can't beat what this is, can you? <laughs> or I... Australian summer, full stop, was just holy shit. Yeah. Really? Fires, yeah. floods. And then storms, Rona. And now Rona. I, I woke up on, on April the 1st uh, in, in ISO down here in sunny Tasmania. And uh, I had this this like two-minute daydream that I would open up Facebook and see all the posts of like, gotchas! Uh, It didn't happen, sadly. I don't know whether I'd be happy or I'd be pissed off. (laughs) First thing I would do is go and visit my dad. Hmm. Who's incredibly lonely and bored and raging against the world? Thanks, Dad. I appreciate having to put up with that phone call every day. Yeah, <laughs> is he giving you like political updates and shit? No, he refuses to watch anything. So yesterday, so legally at this point in time, he's still allowed to go and see his special friend. So they will connect usually once a day, whether it be for a coffee at one another's house or for a wine. Mm-hmm. Well, special friend was absolutely sick and tired of being stuck at home and they decided they'd like to get some takeaway for dinner and they thought they'd be able to go and sit on the beach because they live at the beach, sit on the beach and eat the dinner. Well, they can't. So prompted a 20-minute phone call of ragey father because the government might fine him for $1,600 and can I prove it and where does he go for the information? He can't even use the computer for crying out loud. Sorry, Dad. (laughs) Ragey dad is not fun. 1600 bucks in Queensland. It's 16000 here in Tassie. So that's really interesting, isn't it, that the difference is so vast? 16000 or six months in prison. Wow. Just because so you're outside. If I leave my property during my ISO, I can be fined sixteen k. Okay, so I think there is a different rule. If you've been put in isolation in Queensland, there's a much heftier fine if you leave. Um, and I don't know, I'd be talking out of my backside, uh, which I'll do anyway, because this is the Daily Tradie Ronacast, is um, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's the same fine and penalty if you breach the the standard regos during um, whatever we're calling this lockdown Gosh. state of emergency thing. Okay, so there's some really interesting language you just used that isn't being used. Because everywhere else in the world, they're being locked down, in my air quotes. Yeah. But here in Australia, we haven't been locked down. No. We're just we have a stay-at-home directive. Yeah, we've got Very we've got some restrictions in place, mm. and and some of them are pretty hefty. They've shut a lot of businesses mm. by law, mm. um, many of which I don't agree with. I think it's pretty piss poor, but mm. that's my personal opinion. Um, and I, that leads, probably leads us to the topic of today's 
Tradie Ronacast here at Tradies in Business is where we get our information from. Now, I know we've covered this earlier in, in this whole saga, which it's turning into. Um, but even that, you know, Tassie's got different rules to Queensland in some areas and mm. even which businesses can operate and how. And there's a lot of similarities across them because obviously there was a federal um, agreement made amongst all of the state premiers at the COAG uh, meeting that was had, I don't know, two or three weeks ago now. Mm. Um, where all of the uh, state governments got together and said, yep, okay, let's do this. And then a bunch of them went, yeah, we're going to make up our own rules and do something different mm. as well as the baseline. So I think it's really important that to manage our fear or your dad's aggression or, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know, that emotional response I think before we launch into those things, it's a really good habit to get into is, oh, okay, let's go check the current facts. And I literally have um, one of the... Now, I'm not saying that these... or We're not saying that these websites are awesome. Uh, no, because we not. all know that governments can be a little... Uh, behind the times, maybe, with uh, oh, technology. <laughs> Websites and communication. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm looking at the health.gov.au website at the moment, and you know it does have the official current situation and case numbers yes. for Australia. Yes. Um, information that relates back to the WHO, the World Health Organization. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, it says here, currently Australia does not have widespread community transmission of COVID-19. Now, that sounds pretty cool, but it begs the question, what the friggin' hell is community transmission? Right? So, a lot of people... talk about this. Yeah. So, a lot of people are grabbing information and sticking it up on Facebook and Instagram and crowing about it and saying it's bad and other people saying, no, it's not bad, without even understanding what the bloody hell they're talking about. Mm. And that's always happened, I think, particularly on social media. People just share stuff without really checking facts. But now, I think the the impact of doing that is is a lot greater because of the amount of fear and the heightened state that so many people are in. I think it's pretty irresponsible and piss poor behaviour to just grab something and share it without checking the facts first. Do you? Um, I think it's shit, yes. I think it's un-Australian. To just see a fucking meme or a headline... Oh, I just dropped an F-bomb. Um, I, best remember to, I best remember to make all these episodes. Explicit. So he really means it, guys. <laughs> but, you know, someone sees a sensation... I can't even say it. Sensationalistic headline that presses their button and they go, oh, that's terrible. And they just share it without actually reading the damn article. But isn't the onus on the reader to do the fact-checking, decide whether they believe it to be true or not? Yes, and wouldn't wouldn't the onus on that same reader be to read the article before they share it and make comment about it? Yes, yeah, I agree. Rather than making comment about what they think was in the article, even though yeah. they only read the clickbait headline? Yes, I do. And that's why we have the friends that we have, because we trust what they do. <laughs> Is that why I have no friends, Coxie? Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, and that's why you're hibernating in Tasmania. That's that's why they shipped me off to Tassie like they did with the convicts all those <laughs> you're years ago. You're a convict. Yes. I'm surprised they didn't set up the government um, quarantine, sorry, isolation facility at Port Arthur down here. Yes, that would be uh, appropriate. Yeah, there's no walls. Throw you it's in. A bit, it's a bit cold. <laughs> anyway, so um, health.gov.au is a classic example of somewhere that you should go to corroborate, to check, to um, validate information that you're seeing online. If, you, if you're still addicted to the social media stuff, then go and fact check before you start flinging mud or you know sharing things as truth, quote unquote. Um, go check it first. I think we can take responsibility for ourselves to some extent and also just read what we know to be true. So read what we know has come from a trustworthy source. So for me, it's government websites at the moment. I don't know. There's plenty of other stuff out there. There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of conspiracy theory. Is any of it true? I don't know. Right now, all I want to know is what the facts are today. Yeah. That's what impacts me immediately. So I want to know what if any entitlements we might be eligible for i want to know what the current stats are is there community transmission i need to understand that so i can measure my own risk what is community transmission i'm lucky to have a health background so i do understand that but for a lot of people they don't understand the implications of community transfer and why that actually means that we need to be staying at home so those facts can all be found on those government websites like thehealth.gov.au or mygov.my.gov.au or yes. the ATO. Yes. Um, or the government has created in record time, who would have thought they could move so quickly, a uh, coronavirus app, which is actually excellent. It has fantastic fact-based information on it. It's yep. worth downloading. Yep. So... Um in an effort to keep these uh, daily Trady Rona casts a bit shorter, listeners, I'm going to talk less. <laughs> <laughs> Coxie no, can't believe things. it. No, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> um, and that's, honestly, that's about it. Just check your facts before mm. you shoot off your mouth or before you start tapping the keys. Um, you're actually contributing to worsening this problem by sharing stuff that isn't fact-checked, that yes. scares people. And I think some of us forget how wide information can reach. You know, you share one um, incorrect report or some sensationalistic shit from... I don't know, is it The Guardian or one of those publications that likes to publish maybe not entirely accurate stuff? Actually, probably just about every fucking news channel. Um, <laughs> there you go, another F-bomb for you. But, uh, you know, when you do that, that doesn't just go to your three friends that you that you thought would see it or your 243 friends on Facebook, it gets shared and reshared and reshared. And guess what? It becomes a freaking virus. Yes. And, and this is the thing. Like the the misinformation is becoming a worse virus than the bloody Rona. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the truth. And that's what's bringing about the fear. Yeah, because and the people react to that shit. 
That's right. And the fear creates an opportunity for decisions that aren't ready to be made to be made. Yeah. Um, so now, facts. I'd just like to point out in closing that um, the best place to be in Australia right now is Tasmania, Northern Territory, or the ACT. <laughs> because they have the least cases according to health.gov.au. Mm, there aren't many, are there? It's interesting. Uh, so... I don't know if there's a lot of people currently leaving New South Wales or not, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Queenslanders are like, Khan, Queensland. <laughs> this is one battle I'm happy to lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, the there's some interesting uh, data on there, some really helpful stuff actually that you know you can look at to track uh, how we're traveling, how how good a job we're doing of the physical distancing and all that sort of stuff and you know um share some of that stuff share mm. some of the government info yeah share the facts stick to the facts simple cool i could do the little squeak that goes after simples the squeak <laughs> that was dry as i like it <laughs> Anyway, thanks for tuning in to the Daily Tradie Ronacast. Uh, we've hijacked the Tradies in Business podcast with, uh, with a different bunch of episodes. Enjoy your Saturday and, uh, yeah, make sure you tune in again tomorrow on Sunday for another one. Just sleep in first. Give us some time. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't want to do this early in the morning. Gosh. No. It's cold down there. Yeah, the sun doesn't get up till like 7 o'clock. Oh, my Lord, really? Yeah, and I'm an early riser, so I'm finding it really hard, like, moving around in the dark for three hours every morning. I wonder if your body clock's going to change. This is totally a conversation for our fair. <laughs> Let's talk about my body movements. No, no. We, we, you shared far too much about your body movements yesterday. Thank you. Our listeners I think that's, do not need to know. I think that's a good point to wrap up this daily Tradie Ronacast on the Tradies in Business podcast. If you haven't joined the group, make sure you do it. Um, heaps of cool stuff going on in there, people supporting each other. Uh, trade desk, currently free. Free, free, free. Get into the trade desk. Normally 50 bucks a month, but we've made it free. Uh, to help out you, our listeners, and the rest of our awesome tradie community, just head over to the website and um, you can jump in there using the code. You have to put the code in, people. Uh, the coupon, tradies for tradies, and that's the number four. So before you click submit, there's a little thing that says coupon. Stick that coupon code in and you get it for nicks. Not for nicks, but for nothing, yeah. There you are. Well, I thought that worked well. Uh, all right, until tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.